0: Acts about turn on the youth justice age has been described as cynical, a backward step and exploiting fear. The party wants 17-year-old offenders put back into the adult court system, reversing a policy championed by the last national-led government and legislation act supported under its Confidence and Supply Agreement. Currently, 17-year-olds who commit serious offences like murder and sexual assaults can still be dealt with by the adult court. Still, ACT believes dropping the age was a mistake, and party leader David Seymour joins us now. Kia ora, David.
1: G'day, Lisa. Good to see you've uh, wasted no time nailing your colours to the mask there.
0: Can you respond to the criticism first?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We were told that if the age was dropped, that if 17-year-olds were effectively taken out of the adult justice system, uh, then two things would happen. One is the worst offenders would still go before the courts. Um, Only 8% do, and we've seen instances where, for example, a person was beaten to within an inch of their life in their own home, a 78-year-old man, no less, with bones sticking out of his shins. Uh, That went through the youth justice system despite the protestations of police prosecution. Uh, The second thing we were told was that if only people were treated a bit more kindly and constructively there would be less crime. Well, neither of those things have occurred. Uh, I think it's time to accept it was a mistake and have the courage to change it. Uh, And instead of effectively giving young offenders an extra year of free hits on victims, uh, say if you're 17 and you commit a crime, you will be dealt with by the adult justice system.
0: Nobody is denying cases like the one that you have detailed are horrendous. They are. But if you look at the big picture, and I'm looking at a youth uh, justice report, April 2023, it says over the last decade, offending by children and young people has decreased substantially. The rate of youth court appearances decreased by 65% percent. Reoffending of 16-year-olds within three years of a youth court appearance decreased from 71% to 65%. The evidence supports your earlier decision, does it not?
1: Uh, well, no, it doesn't for a couple of reasons. One is a decline that started in 2012 can hardly be attributed to a decision and change made. Uh, in 2016 and implemented in 2019. Second of all, the data you're citing from that report uh, is a question of how many times do police proceed against youth offenders. It's not a question of what is the victimization. The Ministry of Justice actually goes around surveying random members of the public on how many times you've been victimized. Uh, What we see there is that people are being victimized more frequently and they are reporting crime uh, less often. So I'm not surprised that you have those figures in front of you. But uh, I'm interested not in the offenders. You see, the problem with this original change-taking 17-year-olds uh, out of the adult justice system was that for too long, every crime and punishment initiative has been focused on the offenders. From the victim's point of view, uh, things have got worse under that approach, and that's why we say it's time for more consequences for youth offenders, more personal responsibility and Don't more you rights have to and safety for the people offenders? following the law
0: don't you have to focus on the offenders to a certain extent because you do not want them to re-offend. And what we know is that the highest rates of re-imprisonment are among those who go to jail before the age of 20. And the recidivism rates are highest for for property crimes and robbery for people who are jailed at those young ages. So it's actually, well, it would go against what you want to achieve, which is not to have 17-year-olds committing more and more crimes.
1: Well, a couple of points there, Lisa. First of all, Act as the party that has mandatory rehab and early release if you learn to read, get a driver's licence and upskill yourself with a trade. But we also just make the observation that in order to do that kind of rehabilitation, uh, you actually have to be detained in some way. Uh, at the moment, we are faced with a false choice, that either uh, we continue this approach of effectively tag and release, no secure facilities, get up on the roof, be given KFC, keep on offending, no worries – Or we say actually it is possible to build secure facilities that are rehabilitative and also give some cause and effect thinking, some action and consequence to youth crime. That is what ACT is proposing. It is a different approach from the last decade or so, but it's also a different approach uh, from what I'm hearing about Every time I visit a dairy or a jewellery store or anybody else who has been a victim of a crime, it is absolutely harrowing. And it is time for the values of New Zealand to reflect right and wrong crime and punishment so that people actually feel like they're safe in their own country, which they don't right now, I'm sorry to say. And that comes from the victimisation, not the police action.
0: We're out of time, but thank you for joining us. That is David Seymour, ACT Party leader.